views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. For those of you that were listening during the last hour, welcome back, everybody. Great for you to be tuning us in, turning us on. Uh, What you're going to want to do for this hour is you're going to want to take down our call in number 1-800-930-2819 because we have four copies of an amazing book to give away to all of you out there. Uh, but before we do, say hi to Mr. B. Hello, Mr. Benny. How do I know. We're doing it. Yep. We're doing it. Always. Doing it. Doing it. We're moving yep. from frogs onto dragons. dragons. <laughs> Literally. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Those of you out there, you know, it's really interesting when we talk about dragons. I know Linda's listening to this show. That is totally her totem. And how? Who knows? Who absolutely knows? Why is it Linda from New Jersey has these dragon things all over our house? What is it about that? And it isn't necessarily that, you know, she study drag not none of that i'm the one that's always about watching strange things with dragons and you know why are we so fascinated by them just when you say dragon as a matter of fact i was at an event this weekend right and it was an outdoor event actually i have a picture on my phone uh i was at an outdoor event and they were doing face painting and i got a face paint of a dragon and then I walked around with it like all day <laughs> in the grocery store at the uh, He's just a kid at, at heart. the at the re- rehab uh, rehab center for my friend who broke her hip. You want to have some but- but bells and buttons go off? Walk into a rehabilitation center where people are in there trying to get well, and you're walking in as a visitor, and you got your face paint. I forgot I had my face painted. Then all the buttons go off, and people are like, "Wow." Who is this? Well, maybe it was that, or maybe it was the dragon. Uh, Joining me here today is She Dragon, How I Found My Wings, author Patricia Lee. And, you know, this is really kind of interesting. We are, uh, and I would say it's sort of like a resurrection of sorts, of dragon energy right now and it's showing up in a lot of different ways in our pop culture right now one of one of the most i'd say well-known ways right now in our pop culture that it is showing up is in the hbo series game of thrones and if you don't watch that series you're not going to and i'm not going to you know i'm not going to give any spoiler away but one of the most popular characters 
is the dragon mother in this, and there are actually dragons in that series. And why has it become so popular? You know, what is it about that energy that when we mention the term dragon, it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, how many pictures you've seen, how many characters you've seen, it is sort of embedded in a level of consciousness for us. But why is that? And why is it that Patricia found her wings and no one ever told her she had them? Patricia Lee joining me here today, the author, and we are going to give away four copies of this really, really cool book. But, you know, she founded, you know, community threads to offer classes, events, and concerts for the expression, education, and celebration of the community. And I want to tell you now, if you don't really get why this is one of the most important ideas of our time community, I hope that you think about it, clearly think about it. Because in the world we live in today, where separation is the norm, community is the solution. And so how do we look at what our yes is going to be in the world? You know, why is it, Patricia, you know, signed up to talk about this global movement? And, you know, what is it she's created along the way? Now we get to talk to her about whether it's teaching Circle of Life, uh, uh, whether it's looking at mapping one's own story, whether it's classes on how to step into the fullness of our path, or if we're going to be talking about, like we are today, uh, She-Dragon, How I Found My Wings. It's all about connecting. Trisha, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Dr. Pat. Good to be here. i got to talk about community a minute before we jump into the book. Um, and I don't know that they're, they're different, um, I made a statement where I said, in the world we live in, you know, where we are literally uh, isolate ourselves. And I mean, yeah, I don't know that I consider Facebook a, quote, community of the one that I'm referring to, but it is a community. And yet at the same time, it not only can connect us, but can isolate us in a lot of ways. Um, the point being is we can solve a lot more in the world if we come together and collaborate and cooperate than we can individually. And I wanted to ask you along the way, your journey, you know, what did you have to discover about yourself? What did you have to move beyond? What obstacles did you have to move beyond for you to literally say a very big yes to what you've created? I can answer that quite easily. Yes. It's, it's all in my book. Yeah. My my early adulthood, my childhood, I grew up thinking, well, actually, I say in my book, I grew up in a hypnotic spell, in a mm. brainwashed world where mm. that tells me still that I need a man, a male, an external something to make me happy, whole, and secure, mm -hmm. and that I was my body, my mind, my my feelings and mostly my feelings were depressed a lot mm. I had a de very depressed mother and of course a father who was silent a lot and mm. angry a lot so knowing that I was these external things I hit bottom at age 25 and this is after being a high school cheerleader homecoming yeah. queen and um, you know going steady with the football jock and on my way to college I hit bottom I didn't know I was a lost soul but I have a poem I'd like to read. I wish you would. Okay. This this kind of... We get to have fun on this show. Yeah. 
Uh, Dad is coming through. I love you, Dad. He's up there watching over me. Uh-oh. Dad's, Dad wants to, we got to set up a mic for Dad right now. <laughs> He's coming through me. I love you, Dad. Dad was a doer. He built me camps in the woods, birdhouses from high-seek juice cans, a glass display case for my water cycle project, a wooden box divided from my rock collection, metamorphic, igneous, sedimentary. He was an outdoorsman. He fished. He hunted. He was a volunteer, Boy Scouts, firefighter. He was a working man construction, plumbing, hot water heating, all these things he did, yet I still don't know who he was. He never talked about his feelings. So growing up without feelings, I was lopsided. I was tilted. My, my right feminine self was not acknowledged. My right, I call it my right brain, the sacred feminine, my intuitive nature, the nature that love being out in the woods um, didn't get grounded. It was like a sp- I was in a, a family with spinning wheels, and I never got any traction. So this led me to hitting bottom at age 25. When we hear that, hitting bottom at age 25, there are so many women right now in the world that really do get that. Um, sets of expectations which they didn't create for themselves that others have created. Yes. You know, the continual strive to be bigger, gooder, better in the world, Mm -hmm. and to make sure that not only that is the call to action, but that it's obvious. See? has to be obvious in the outside world. The house, the car, the husband, the wife, whatever that is that you have. You know, it is that thing that we get to to shine. It's like that, what is the shiny bright thing that will set you apart to say, yeah, you have arrived. But the pressure from that is enormous, isn't it? That's really where the bottom comes up. Well, you you don't have a sense of self. You're all dismembered. You don't know who you are. You've got all this stuff, but look at the rich people, you know, Hollywood types. Just money is not making us happy. Things are not making us happy. No, no. I mean, it's really clear to that. One One of the favorite stories I love about Hollywood is Keanu Reeves and, you know, what he did in the Matrix trilogy. And, you know, millions and millions of dollars because he negotiated a percentage and, oh, like hundreds of millions. And what he did was he decided that he was going to keep a piece of it and he distributed the rest to the crew. And, you know, we don't hear that story that often, but it really does talk to his appreciation for the community of people that did come together that made that, you know, that made that thing happen. Um, You know, the question, I think, is for many of us through your story is, what role does fear play in all of this? It blocks energy. It blocks light. And I was touched by the light after I hit bottom. And tell us what that means for people that don't know. There are some of us that have been touched by the light a few times. I can tell my story, sure. But the one one sentence that's coming through my mind that Mm. I need to say is, Personal healing leads to planetary healing. Yeah. And so we distribute our gifts. We don't keep them for ourselves. And dragons love gems. And, and, you know, they're supposed to be guarding the gems. But dragon energy is about light and radiating light. So my story was um, I, my husband and I, uh, he was at WSU playing football. And we socialized and did drugs sometimes. And mm-hmm. so one night we did a little too many drugs. 
the next morning, everyone was normal except me. And mm-hmm. I, I had a huge scare. I was looking out my living room window and realized I may not come back into my body. I may not be normal again. Mm-hmm. And a voice said, some voice from somewhere said, this is what it's like to be in Western State, our, our mental hospital here in Washington. Yeah. And so I, I promised if I can get back in my body and be normal, I will turn my life around. I'm going to change. So I stopped looking for men to make me happy. I started on a spiritual path. I started jogging on the country roads. I was like a bird let out of a cage. Wow. Yeah. And then in my Some people would call that a spiritual awakening, you know. Well, it's not finished. There's more. Okay. So I worked at Sacanti's, a restaurant in Tacoma, uh-huh. and the hostess was a teacher of metaphysics. I took one of her classes, learned to meditate, and in my first meditation, this energy force came from the east window. It came at me and at me, and I just held still. I, I was not afraid. I have friends that tell me I could never do that. I would have been too afraid to wow. s- be still through that. But it came closer and closer, and then I heard the name Michael, and I saw a band of white feathers. Wow. So I just stayed with that, and that energy just lifted me. I was in a cloud of glory for weeks and maybe months. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked my teacher of metaphysics, I said, Who, okay, okay, who's Michael with feathers? She says, oh, that's just Archangel Michael. He's visiting a lot of people on the planet. No big deal to her. It changed my life. Suddenly, I wasn't afraid of death. Mm. My whole awareness shifted, as you can imagine. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, part of this, too, is really understanding, first of all, I think, you know, in reading your book and talking with you, is that each and every one of us has the opportunity to experience what you're talking about. Yes. See, and we don't think we do. I was at a talk at Unity Church, Mm -hmm. and a woman came up to me afterwards and and responded to my angel story and said, Uh I keep trying to meet my angel. I keep asking for them. And it's like I had something that she didn't. And I don't want to convey that message. So thank you for bringing that up. Because, yes, and that's the wing chakra in my book that I discovered. Our wing chakra is alive and well when we turn away from ego, turn toward light, start radiating light from the inside out. The wing chakra activates, and that's our angel human, and that's part of the story that I want to tell. Oh, it's beautiful. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the show. We have copies of the book to give away. You're certainly welcome to give us a shout. We'll give away a copy. She Dragon, How I Found My Wings. Patricia Lee joining us here today. 1-800-930-2819. We'd love to give a copy of the book away. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and Transformation Time. Talk Radio. Put a little Woo-hoo! in your life with Keys. Keys Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile-making, attitude-adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention its tongue-tingling taste? 
not just another guilty pleasure. With Keys, you'll enjoy every low sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can find Keys on Amazon or at Keys, K E E S, please.com? Put a little woohoo in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. We Carry the Light with host Dr. Susan Allison is the show that inspires you to find the light within and shine your light in the world. You'll hear from guests who model how to be the highest, brightest, most evolved, fulfilled, and conscious humans possible. Tune in each Thursday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and let Dr. Susan help you discover that you carry the unique light that only you can shine. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. My dream is to end homelessness. My passion is living a green life. My dream is to end poverty. My passion is volunteering. My passion is making a difference. My dream is to cure Lyme disease. My passion is rebuilding communities. My passion is helping those in need. My passion is caring for the elderly. My dream is to find a cure for cancer. My dream is to leave a better world for my children. We all have that special passion, that lifelong dream that drives us to live our lives with meaning and to create a better world. No matter what drives you, we can all make an impact. Dr. Pat Basili is helping others make their dreams come true so we can all help make our world a better world. To learn more about how Dr. Pat is building a community of sharing hope, strength, funds, knowledge, and information, visit abetterworldcrowdfunding.com today. That's abetterworldcrowdfunding.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Great to have you tune us in, turn us on. Uh, you know, when we say for, when we step forth in life and we we sort of lean towards the yes, you know, what does the yes provide us with? You know, what is it about the light that can shine bright, you know, to help us look at the world we live in? And really declare for ourselves that we want something different. And then once we get there, what do we do about it? Well, I'm thrilled to be introducing uh, all of you to Patricia Lee, who is the author of She Dragon, How I Found My Wings. We're going to be talking about this book and several things in the book with you. Um, But the conversation really is about how do we discover ourselves? How do we take a look at who we are and what, if anything, we are meant to change. Thank you for joining me here today. One of the things I wanted to talk with you about is, you know, when we talk about the light and when we talk about, you know, dragon energy and finding one's wings, you know, we don't often talk about the emotional side of things. And as a matter of fact, you know, we're not talking about emotions very much in this country at all. Um, And yet year after year, month after month, someone else is either committed suicide, people that we see in the world, 
you know, where we look and we think, no, that's not, how could Robin Williams do that? But those are the celebrities. Every day, though, you know, people are struggling in places and don't know how to find a way out. And so I wanted you to talk about the emotional wheel that you've put in the book and and how that is related to dragon energy. Okay. Um, we are very broken as, mm. as human beings. Yeah. We're, you know, broken bits and pieces. Um, and the sacred feminine is the lost a lost art. It's a lost part of our psyche. And until we reclaim that and know that, we're going to continue to be tilted and off balance and destroying ourselves on this planet. We have a sacred responsibility right now to, to find and celebrate she, which is in both men and women. This yes, is not it is. gender-based. Right. This is our logical mind that analyzes and dissects and details, which I'm not very good at because I'm very much dominated by a right brain which has its own weakness, too, um, because I need to be grounded. But that's just who I am, and we're all a little different. Right. But when, when I um, was, was touched by light, I, I really went into that right brain phase of visions and dreams and multi-universes. So I found another side of myself that is full of magic and mystery, and it's so fun to have that with me. It's joyous. It's bliss. And and people don't know that side of themselves, and so right. it's depression all the time and um, the dark side. So if we can find that magic within, we can al- alleviate some of the misery. Well, and, you know, this is really part of it because, you know, I think that, you know, there are certain cultures around the world where emotions are really, um, they're really viewed in great esteem. Uh, we don't happen to live in one of them. Uh, so often phrases like leave your emotions at the door, don't bring them into work, you know, be controlled, be contained, um, you know, don't respond. I mean, there are just so many different ways we give the sign and the message not to feel, right? We really do. The question is, where does all that go? Well, we're, we're taught not to feel because our emotions are out of control because we haven't found an inner center to balance it all. And so my... My chapter about the emotional wheel talks about the East, where this, when the sun rises, when we're born, when we have a new feeling, a new thought, it's fresh and there's great potential, and it moves. It doesn't just stay there. It moves to the South, which is a, our teenage years, our adolescent years, our time of hot activity. And so the emotion changes, and sometimes it can be real fiery and, and lash out, and sometimes it can be more inward fiery for me I never lashed out at others I always at the lowest point one of the lowest points in my childhood I found myself in my bathroom knocking on the walls and I don't want to live I you know just this feeling I'm sure I got it from my mother because she was very depressed Uh, she was nearly deaf all her life so she had she has her own story Mm -hmm. but then from the south it goes to the west which is a sunset time and it's the weather changes the tone changes and then it goes to the north where which is a dark place of depression i used to be in depression for weeks and they'd come around uh, in a cycle they were circular and i stayed there but they got less and less as I grew within and I followed a spiritual path, evolving myself. And I talk about life as my, or light as my savior. It saved my life twice, not only through Angel Michael, but 
another time when I had a kundalini snap at the back of my neck and I was paralyzed for three days. Mm. I focused on light and it saved me for a second time. So my relationship with light has helped me become less depressed. I still go through emotional darkness. It's part of my story, my journey, who I am. What do I do with it? I don't suppress it. I don't hide it. If I have to get in my car and scream, I will. If I have to (laughs) um, get angry at a friend, I will and apologize later. Or maybe it's I'm angry because I need to cut off the relationship. There's a reason for our emotions. Yeah. You know, it's interesting when we think about dragon and dragon energy. I don't think anybody thinks about the light. Uh, Most of the time we have a point of view about dragons. They live in dark places. They come from the dark. Uh, They are dark energy. And yet when you go back and you really look at, you know, the whole magnificent idea of a dragon, um, you know, we're fascinated by them. And yet at the same time, you know, there's this sort of idea of cleansing around them. You know, what is it about the dragon energy that you so related to? Well, I had a dream in mm-hmm. 1993. Um, a, a, a being was on the ground, and I picked it up, and I peeled something away from it, and it was a spiraling salamander. Wow. And I wanted to protect it. I wanted to put it in a place where it would be safe, so I took a lot of time finding... Um, a place between water and land, on the edge, so it'd be safe. I felt motherly toward this little creature, and I had a logo, a salamander logo created for my website. And a couple months later, I was at work. I worked at Children's Home Society for 18 years. I was at my office, and I started to feel this toxic, creepy energy, and I, you know, I, I observed these things. That's the point. That's the key to being conscious. Instead of identifying with all this going through you, watch it. Just stand back and watch it. So I had this toxic feeling, and here comes dragon or salamander looking uh-huh. like a dragon. I saw scales and even some wings, and I questioned, are you turning into a dragon? Uh-huh. And I write this in my book. A few months later, I had another vision. This is not a dream. This is a vision in the middle of the day at my boyfriend's home. It was the strangest thing. All of a sudden, this dragon comes around me, and I'm looking above his eyes, and then all of a sudden, I'm looking through his eyes, and I'll, I should say she eyes, because it's both male and female. Yeah. And I realize I am dragon. Dragon is my energy body. It's who I am. It's my light body. It's the body that surrounds my, my matter. Well, one of the things that I think also, too, is it's important to talk about, there's something magical and mystical, I think. When I think of dragons and, you know, and I'm really, I I think I I mentioned earlier that if you go to Linda's house, what you're going to see is you're going to see different forms of dragon, you know, in her place and clearly an attraction, you know, for her. Um, And yet at the same time, there is this magical essence of them, you know, something that is, you know, calls us to a place where we look at the magic that we so long for in our lives. How does dragon either help us with that or not? Well, my dragon has wings. And what do wings represent? They represent transcendence. We can transcend this realm of dense matter. And we can fly into other multi-dimensions. And that's freeing. We're not just flesh and negative thinking. Right. Yeah, it's fascinating. Um, I was really struck by... uh, 
you know, it was, it was kind of really interesting to see what kids relate to, too. A uh, fabulous hit movie that many people weren't really quite sure of was Maleficent. And Angelina Jolie played in, in that. And what she did to, you know, to create a very special meaning for Dragon in that movie, kids talk about to this day. Um, and in our lives we are yet novice at learning what it means to bring that energy in. We're going to take a short break and we come back. We're going to talk about how does Dragon help us? How does, it, how does she help us with living the lives we were meant to live? What is it about that energy that can help us move beyond an obstacle that can clear a pathway for us? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. Invited to the Garden of Earthly Delights at the annual Women of Wisdom Community Pampering Day, May 30th at North Seattle College. Treat yourself to a day of self-care, self-compassion, and rejuvenation. Sample a variety of services from different experts in the art of energy healings, intuitive readings, and body work. Select morning or afternoon and receive 100 minutes of pampering for only $50. Go to womenofwisdom.org slash sacredpampering to register today naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat and author of the New York Times bestseller 21 Pounds in 21 Days Dr. Ronnie DeLuce has helped tens of thousands of people including celebrities and athletes with her message of lifestyle change. Now Dr. Ronnie DeLuce wants to help you. You too can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie DeLuce at info at ronniedeleuceonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com Dr. Ronnie DeLuce, your partner in wellness. Each month, listen to Live More Radio with co-host Ali Katz. Join Ali and Dr. Pat as Ali introduces new ways to bring balance back to your life through meditation, sleep, and exercise techniques so you can live your truly authentic life. Stress less, live more. To learn more about Ali, visit livemoreradio.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. 
Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Great to have you join us. For more information about us, go to the drpatshow.com or transformationtalkradio.com, Facebook, the Dr. Pat Show, Twitter, and the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, for more information about my very special guest today, uh, we're going to let you know how to find out more about Patricia as we continue our conversation about dragons. What's the best way for people to find out more about you? My website is she-dragon.com. And I have a couple of events coming up. Maybe we can talk about those at the yeah. end of the show. Well, why don't we talk about them now? Okay. I'm going to be in Portland at the New Renaissance Bookshop on Saturday, June 13th at 630. I'll be doing Circle of Life mapping one story and book signing and talking about She-Dragon. And then Saturday, June 20th, a week after that, I'll be at Linya's on Woodby Island, purveyor of sacred gifts. And I'll be book signing and talking about dragon as well. So meet me and I'll, I'll ask, answer your questions about my experience with dragon. Well, let's talk a little bit about dragons for a minute because in the book you mentioned several types, fire dragon, and then at one point you talked about white dragon. And I thought that was kind of fascinating, white dragon. And I tried to envision in my mind what that looked like, right? Uh, because, I, you know, I, a lot of us, um, we have an idea of dragon. So when we see a dragon that may not be what our you know, what fits our traditional view of it and not understand the meaning. But what is your white dragon? What did white dragon come to mean to you? White dragon came through in a shamanic way. And they are, they're always changing. They're shape-shifting. Mm -hmm. And all I know is that she's very large and has wings and carries me. I mean, that's who I am. I'm, I'm part of she. And... It's, it's uh, part of our body, our, our human body. And, and I have to talk about the she aspect. The, yeah. the masculine part of us is negative. It's very electrical. And the feminine part, no, the, mas the masculine is positive. The feminine is negative. And when they're in sync in our brain, and when they're letting light come through and they're connected and make a conduit and a circuitry through us, then our wings sprout. I, yeah. I, I've been talking about how I've seen it recently as like a wine wine corkscrew opener. Yeah. How the arms are there. And so when the pressure comes down and you twist the little cork, what, uh -huh. the screw down into the cork, well, that's like light coming mm. through our chakras. We must remember our chakra system. We're too, east, too, too Western in our medical model. We yeah. need to orient and include... Eastern ways, which are more feminine. Well, and that's part of really what's happening. You know, it's happening in many, many ways um, where we're looking at aspects that are both ancient and current yes. in the world we live in. And, you know, part of that is getting in touch with what we resonate with, you know, parts of our healing, parts of our journey. And, and, you know, uh, parts of our spirituality. Definitely. Um, we're really discovering that some human values really are taking precedence over some of the religious ideas we've had of the past. And people are kind of scratching their head. They're saying, we don't understand it. We don't understand how, how things are happening like that. And, you know, the question that I want to ask for you, though, 
is, you, you know, there's this notion of God and spirituality that, in fact, does transcend, you know, some of the really limited ideas we have. How are these messages trying to get to us? You know, how how is a a very a, a varying level of consciousness today trying to get our attention? Well, our angels are with us and uh, wanting to come through us, through our thoughts, our feelings, our, our words. The light, we must be open to the light. And the dark forces are trying to take over uh, whatever that means to you or looks to you. Uh, I know it in my own life. The more dark I, I was, the you know, greater it, it, it just seemed to expand. We can expand light in the same way. It's a choice. So it's education. And I really want to educate people about the chakra system. And I included the eighth chakra as a wing chakra. It's very important that we recognize our angel humanness. Well, and really, that's it, too. I mean, we have this idea of, of what it is that we are supposed to embody. And so, it, in a way, it cuts it out. You know, it cuts out other possibilities, right? Like, I mean, think about it. Angels are one of the most revered notions we have, and almost all of them that we can think of have wings. And yet, at the very nature of who we are, we don't include that in our psyche or our thinking. You know, we have somehow eliminated uh, this. So how does this idea of, you know, evoking the she-dragon now give us the opportunity for more possibilities? Because that's what I see us doing. We're cutting out the idea of unlimited possibilities as if we don't have that ability. Well, when we shine light, when we do something positive, when we say, see... You know, use all our senses to express something positive. And, I mean, that could get pretty dull if everything was positive. Again, it's an emotional wheel of dark and light in balance, loving one another, caretaking one another. That's what she's all about, the male and the female within men and women. It's a reclaiming that part and letting them be in love within ourselves. And then we see love all around us. We don't need a man to make us happy. We don't need stuff to make us happy. We are happiness. And I have, the dragon is about the rainbow body. And can I share my body rainbow poem? Yes, please. Okay. This is uh, how it felt for me. Tingling sensation at the top of my head, the crown chakra. Airy spacious feeling at the groin, the root chakra. Currents of energy moving up and down my spine, subtle to dense, dense to subtle. Spirit and form merging, dancing, creating emotion. Conscious am I to welcome these currents, knowing them in tone and sound of color. Conscious am I to sense their lines in my body, connecting me to a larger whole. Lines drawing pictures, spirit to earth, earth to cosmos, woman to nature, being to being. Energy currents weaving parts, coloring in the whole. Violet moves the spectrum red and green, the bridging heart. So you have all the colors coming together. And besides rainbow colors, there's music to that. There's sound. And so when we start radiating a positive and negative together, dance, colors start happening. A new music is being played, and on my Facebook page, my goal is to create a web of light mm-hmm. and to speak of positive stories, which doesn't mean um, 
everything's happy. It's about sacred activism, which is where I first met you, Dr. Pat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With a, with a Do you remember that? What a fabulous... Carol, first time I think I heard Carol, Dr. Carolyn Mays. Yeah. I mean, the whole sacred activism conference was amazing. Right. And, you know, it's fascinating how that happened once. I often wondered what it would take for that momentum co- to continue. And I think that what I'm discovering is some things do just start and end, but their everlasting impact, right? right? It's, it's like we want the form to continue, but we want, but, right. the, but that it's the energy that keeps uh, shape-shifting. Right. Yeah. That event, that was transformative, wasn't yes, it? It was. Was it for you yes. as well as it oh, was yeah. for me? And um, Harvey? Yeah. What's, what's his name? I'm sorry, I just have Harvey. But anyway, he's a wonderful... Wonderful speaker, wonderful voice for the uh, sacred activism and for the feminine as well. Uh, Absolutely. And now we're seeing more and more people that are taking the baton, you know, that are moving the baton forward. I think what's fascinating, and this is really what I'm hoping for, is, you know, that we create a dialogue in a language that could cut across our mainstream. Because, you see, once we take language that most of us are used to using and we break it down to people's everyday lives... And, you know, what is sacred activism in your life? Do you do you know what that is? Uh, then we are clearly not going to see thousands of people step up. We're going to see millions because they'll relate to it in a way that many people want to relate and already get it. You know, we are really sophisticated as human beings. We well, really are. What I'm getting coming through right now and I'm listening and I'm hearing, it's about honesty. And that's how my wings mm-hmm. actually came through is through my honesty between my left brain and my right brain. My feelings had to filter through my heart. My emotions had to filter through my mind. How honest can I be with myself at what did I just say? What did I just do? That was pretty off balance. Is that who you are? No, I can do better. And it's not going into the old shame or the old depression. It's just saying I observe it. I'm a light being. I can do better. I, I choose to do better. Well, and, you know, part of this is it's got to start right here with us, and it is an inside job. Yep. It is an inside job. That's sacred activism. You know, it's not about, you know, what color your hair is, and I'm talking about (laughs) myself now, you know, your nails, or even how you dress and look on the outside, because Mm -hmm. many of us know through our life's experience that that none of that matters, because if we are not feeling good on the inside, and a friend of mine says, are you clean? That's Mm -hmm. a question she asks. Mm -hmm. Are you clean on the inside? And the minute somebody asks you that question, you know in a nanosecond whether you are. You don't even have to answer. You get a feeling about whether you are, quote, clean. And what's interesting is everybody gets to define that for themselves. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, much more to share with you. We'll make sure we give you information, uh, website. And uh, for those of you out there, I I am getting your questions. I will answer. I, I will present them in the next segment. We'll be right back with the show. This is Lynn Brown from the show Winning at the Game of Life. Listen. 
It's time to enrich your money stories and open your path to all that you desire. We all have limiting beliefs, which we accumulate from our life experiences, ancestors, and past lives. These beliefs block our ability to receive the unlimited flow of abundance that the universe is constantly offering to us. Why are we so emotionally caught up on the word money? It's only one of the many forms of abundance. I'm excited to uncover your unique stories and limiting beliefs around money and abundance, as well as give you tools to release them from your space. It's time to invest in yourself. You deserve everything you ever imagined and more. Call me to schedule a reading at 844-LETTER-B-INTO-IT or letter R, letter U, intuit.com. Lynn was very accurate and she was so clear in explaining everything to me. I highly recommend Lynn to all of you. Dr. Loves Quickies. Mary's about ready to give love the shove, because no matter what she tries, guys don't know that she's alive. To turn guys on, she needs to turn on those green lights, nonverbal cues that say, over here. Most guys won't approach unless they're cleared for landing. So ladies, to kickstart your love life, turn on those green lights and flash your pearly whites. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf of AskDrLove.com. Encapsulations is committed to producing the most complete line of research-based nutritional supplements from fish oil to probiotics to multivitamins and more. Available through qualified health professionals and community pharmacists, finished products are pure and hypoallergenic to optimize the long-term health of all patients, even the most sensitive. With Pure Encapsulations, you can rest assured that you're getting the purest and highest quality nutritional supplements available. Ask a qualified healthcare practitioner about Pure Encapsulations today and discover why it's the supplement brand of choice for healthcare professionals worldwide. For more information, please visit www.pureencapsulations.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Time when meaning falls in splitters from our life. And that's why I've traveled far. Cause I come so together where you are. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's great to have Patricia joining me here today. She dragon for those of you out there. Uh, and many of you that have not received a copy of the book will be giving the book away during our Facebook. We'll do it through Facebook and so forth. But you are sending your questions in. Patricia, before we jump into that, um, please again tell people one more time how they can find out more about you and also about the upcoming events. Okay, my website is she-dragon.com. And I'm going to be in Portland, Oregon on June 13th, next Saturday, at the New Renaissance Bookshop. I'll be doing Circle of Life, Mapping One Story. Nice. 6.30 to 8.30. And then on June 20th, on Saturday, I'll be on Woodby Island at Linya's. It's a, a, a store um, of sacred gifts. 
I love it. You know, there are so many things we have talked about today. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, we didn't talk about is the experience of God. But also, it also has to do with some of the questions coming in and, you know, having to do with moving past, um, I'm going to kind of summarize, moving past the limitations of our own mind. And one of the questions was, how does a dragon reconcile the difference between the mind and the heart? And I think that's a great question. Dragon connects it all. It, it represents energy and, and matter. And it, um, it aligns our different dimensions. And so lately I've been thinking about what, what is, who is God? What is God? Where does that mm-hmm. word come from? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking our language is very limiting. God is masculine. And I always want to say, what about goddess? Where did goddess go? So recently I wrote down um, that light is my word for God. And I realized there's light, there's dark, there's God, there's goddess, there's male, female. Everything is duality. What is that life force that is beyond du- duality? And Native, Native American, indigenous cultures call it spirit. Right. I was with a friend the other night at Soul Food Books. We did an event, and she's a Sufi minister, and she speaks of Allah. I want to find a word for myself that is not male or female, does not represent our duality, because it's not working for me. When somebody says God, the first thing that comes up for me, what about goddess? Mm -hmm. So I want the whole thing to be acknowledged. And again, it's the rainbow and the light shining through. So it's a a transformation of our thinking. Mm -hmm. You know, some people are now relating to a level of spirituality that truly is about nature. You know, the universe and everything in it. You know, I have a friend that defines spirituality as, uh, you, you know, that talks about God as the universe and everything in it. And, you know, yet at the same time, it's interesting to have that. The question I think then becomes is how do we call that energy into play to help us achieve the things that we want to achieve in the material world we live in? And, and that's really a question for dragon energy as well. Well, heart, it starts with the heart. We've got to have an open heart. I'm a pretty humble and simple person. I haven't had a lot of training. Mm-hmm. I think the more training we have, the more mm. we learn, the more opinionated we are. I've met people with so many degrees and education that weren't nice people. And and they they wear their ego on their sleeves, whereas emotional intelligence is so important for, yeah, is. for all of us. It is. It is. It is really sort of the, the next platform for us. And, you know, people really have misconceptions about what emotional intelligence is or isn't. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, someone said to me the other day, you know, they, they looked at the whole idea of intelligence. And, you know, it's a strange term to talk about because people don't relate to that you know when we say intelligence they think of IQ and then they go to well that's not me I'm not one of those people but there's wisdom yeah and so let's chat a little bit about wisdom and what what wisdom does dragon energy invite into our lives oh it's so fun to be in a right brain in a a dragon world (laughs) Yeah. Here, here's an example yeah. of my world. <clears throat> I wake up in the morning, 4, 5, 6 a.m., and I wake up with inspiration that's informing me and information that's inspiring me. And it's like a set of instructions. Right. 
And creative people do that. People write songs in that way. They hear it. It comes through. Whereas um, those people, and it's called a beta brainwave. Right. Mm-hmm. It's ordinary reality. We're more than that one eighth spectrum, you know, portion of, of our intelligent spectrum. We've got many brainwave frequencies, and we're just stuck in one end. Again, we need to educate that we're so much more, and we can start doing that by being that. But when we think about our lives and our day-to-day lives, you know, the day-to-day world we live in, some people would say it doesn't allow for our heart to show up. And yet, I don't really know a person on the planet that doesn't have have his or her heart show up. We just don't know it. Slow down and listen yeah. to the heart. Yeah. Slow yeah. down. Quit multitasking. <laughs> yeah. Quit listening to the heartbeat, you know, uh, that you think comes from your mind. See, it's like, oh, yeah. You know, anytime we're talking with someone and they say, I think, in an answer to what you feel, it's kind of interesting. We do that all the time, don't we? You know, we ask yes. a question, how do you feel? Well, I think, um, well, well, how do you feel? Right. And I and I had a someone I worked with um, that so believed in how to connect both the mind and the heart and that was so important so what you shared about dragon was important in terms of understanding the integration of ourselves and i i don't know that you know i i hear you talking about male versus female you know what i what i heard you talk about was the integration of things definitely what is it going to take for us to become integrated? And the reason I want to ask that question is because, you know, and thank you for being here today for sure. Uh, but I know we've got a couple of minutes left. What does it take for us to become integrated? Let go of ego. Let go of identity with stuff. Um, be kind. Do something that's, that's helpful to someone else. Serve others. Mm. And, of course, I couldn't do that until I healed myself. Yes. But it's only so long we can sit and meditate or go to church and pray. It's time to get on our two feet and start Mm. doing something positive for others. And if that's writing a song or writing a book Mm -hmm. or whatever that is for you, listen. And you can hear that if you listen. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Uh, Thank you, Mr. Benny, for a fabulous, fabulous show. Uh, And for those of you out there, thank you for tuning us in, turning us on. If you've missed any part of this, you could go ahead and get us later at the DrPatShow.com or TransformationTalkRadio.com. We'll see you next time.